You got these big ass pecs and a small ass dick. Okay. All right. You got this thick ass wrist and a small ass dick. Okay. You got these big ass arms and this small ass dick. Okay. You are listening to the award winning Lies and Garbage Show. Well, hello, my friends. How you doing? How you been? Hey, y'all should see this body roll I got going on. That's ridiculous. Something's wrong with me. How you doing? It's been a minute. I miss y'all. Did you miss me? Listen, I miss being up close on the uh, the mic. <laughs> you know, I had to rub it a few times. I did, I did, I did, I did. But it's so good to be back. For those of you who are new, this is your host of the awards-winning Lies and Garbage Show. I am your host, Miss Ty Wonder, woman of many wonders. Um, I got to start by adding disclaimers and saying that um, all thoughts, <laughs> all thoughts and experiences are uh Exclusive to Thai Wonder and do not represent any company or organization outside of the Lies and Garbage Show. Now that we got that out of the way, <laughs> how y'all doing? I've been missing y'all. So just to give you a little update, I know y'all were like, where the hell is girl go? Like, how you be nominated for awards and you just done damn disappeared on us? Um, The end of 20... 20- or the middle of 2022, the end of 2022, um, I went back to school for my second degree um, in marketing. I was working full time and then also running my business full time. And it was a lot. Kind of decided at the end of 2023 that in order to keep my sanity, something had to go. And it was a hard choice because, um, you know, I'm all about expansion and All of this other amazing stuff. And it was just, it was too hard to give all of my shows the attention that they needed and do everything in excellence all at the same time with going to school full time and working full time and being a full time single mom and running the business full time and producing, editing, and hosting several podcasts. It was just a bit much. So I had to take a second. And um, I had to take a second before I could get to get back to um, doing the shows. And that was really hard. It really, really was. I missed y'all. Um, so the good news is, though, I finished my degree. I did, I did, I did, I did. I finished my degree uh, with a 4.0 GPA. Yes, I did. That deserves another round of applause. Hold on. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying I did that. I don't really know how I did it, but I did it. Um, now, I'm not going to lie to you. That meant that there was a lot of other sacrifices, including my sex life. It was a little boring. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I got a perfect sound for that. I got a perfect... It it was kind of like that for a minute. Um, it really, (laughs) it really was because, um, you know, I got really diligent about my time, and um, you know, it was like 
hey, I, I might have some cobwebs that need to be serviced and then I might, but, you know, I had other things to focus on. So my sex life was like, yeah, yeah, that's what 2023 was like sexually. But <laughs> we got it all done. Um, we finished the degree with honors. Um I got a new job. Hey, hey. A really good job, too. That's why I had to put that disclaimer up there, y'all. You know there was a reason. You know there was a reason. And um, <laughs> and I finished out the year great, finished a degree in December, started the new job in January. So um, I had a special episode I wanted to record. And every time I went to record it, something went wrong every single time. So, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that was about. It was just weird how it just was not working out the way I wanted it to work out, but I had to give y'all this story and I was like, oh my God, you know, on this show, if you're new to the lies and garbage show, we get down to the naked truth. Okay. And I don't sugarcoat anything. And, uh, <laughs> Getting down to the naked truth about sexuality. Listen, if you are not new to this show, you know I have some wild stories that I don't even understand, like how this stuff happens to me in real life. <laughs> I'm always like, you know, this is this, it, it, you know, I just have stuff that's like, it's great content. And I don't know how the universe just spins the most incredible things around to me, but I am so grateful. And y'all, I had this experience that I had. Oh, listen, let me start by saying that um, I had tried to tell men that um, you got to be careful with me, okay? For for numerous reasons. Um, I'm sugar and spice. I'm super sweet, but there's a different side and uh, you guys get like a little hint on this show, but there's another side and you got to be able to handle all, all sides of the woman of many wonders. And that's a tough job. It really is. And then I try to tell men when they're interested in dating me, like, listen, I have several podcasts. You can do right by me or do wrong by me. Either way, I'm probably going to say something about you. And how nice <laughs> or how crazy I say something about you is totally on you. Let me tell you. So I had this experience, y'all. And as soon, like, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be my welcome back episode to the Lies and Garbage Show. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I tried to record this before. Stuff has been going on. I've been renovating both studios because I expanded uh, my business and business has been booming and popping and life just been lifing. So I was like, I'm just going to record it again. So I'm going to tell this story <laughs> for the third time. I kind of gave, I gave a small version on another show that I was on, um, uh, Bad Dating, Bad Dating Bad date, the bad dating show. I'll have to drop the link in the description. I can't believe like I could see it, but for some reason, the actual name is drawn a blank. But I'm going to put it in the 
in the description. But anyway, so the thing was, <laughs> I kind of gave a little bit of this story, but I didn't go into a whole lot of detail because I was saving this for y'all because I was like, listen, I miss, I miss my friends that listen to the Lies and Garbage Show and they deserve a juicy ass story. And I got one for you, baby. Let me tell you. Let me start by saying, you know, I I gave up you know, I had I had the crickets going on in 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 Miss Kitty and um I was cool with that because we was focused on, you know, life and business and school and all that good stuff, right? And um toward the end of finishing up my degree, I was like, All right, well it's time to get myself back out there. Um because once I get done with school, if I'm still single, like, I know I'm going to be feeling the way. So let me just put my pinky toe back out there, right? Ooh, listen, you might want to go get you some wine right now, but be careful because you might spit it out at some point. But go ahead. Go ahead. Get you a drink. Get you a nice drink because this is one of those stories. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is one of those stories that I still... <laughs> I still can't believe. All right. So anyway, put my pinky toe back out there in the in the dating pool, right? And I'm like, all right, so um let's give Facebook dating a chance. Cause I was off the dating apps for a while. Like if you're not new to this show, you know I was on the dating apps a while and that was how I met Shades. If you remember us talking about Shades, hey Shades, I know you listening. Um, you know, Shades and I broke up in 2022, but we're still real cool. You know, he the homie. So, hey, Shades, I know you listening. <laughs> but anyway, so I left the dating apps alone <laughs> for a while. And um, I was like, let's try Facebook dating. Like, you know, because uh, I know that I, I met Shades on Hinge. So I knew Hinge was going to be a, a pretty good. Bumble was frustrating for me. I was like, we... You try Facebook dating, we'll see, right? So I'm on Facebook dating, I'm scroll. I actually meet um met a really nice gentleman who took me out for my birthday because I had no plans and he's like, Hey, it's your fortieth and you know, I know I we don't know each other like that, but um, you know, I would love to be able to take you out. And I appreciated that. I went and it, we had a great time. Um, there was nothing nothing more than dinner. Um, and he gave me a really sweet car. He's a very nice guy. But um, so I had met him. So things were, you know, I was I was meeting some decent ones. You know, he was a good guy. He's meeting a good guy. Um, but I'm, you know, still looking. I hadn't committed to anybody, you know, and it's in this in this season of my life. May the odds be ever in your favor because we're dating them all. And uh, <laughs> I swiped and. Um, you know, I saw this guy and he was, I was like, oh, he's cute. He looks buff. Mm. Now I noticed he was from, you know, my hometown is North Augusta, South Carolina. I noticed that he lived in Augusta, but it said he was from uh, California. So I was like, well, maybe, you know, I'll swipe right. We'll see what happens. Right. So we match almost instantly and he reaches out. Almost instantly. And I'm like, mm, we we like that. We we like when you move with a sense of urgency because, listen, baby, it's not going to take much for somebody to snatch me all the way off the market. Well, I ain't going to say it ain't going to take much. That's a lie. That is a lie from the pits of hell. 
<laughs> the right one <laughs> might snatch me up and I'm gone. So I, we like, you know, we, we like that urgency, right? So, um, you know, he messages me right away. Uh, we do a little bit of small talk and then he's like, um, you know, let's, uh, let's exchange numbers. So we exchange numbers and this was sign number one that something was going to be really interesting. I'm going to put it that way because we talked and he was like, well, you know, my bed is almost my bedtime and I only have like 20 minutes before my bedtime. And uh, I just got to ask you a couple questions. Now, I don't remember what all the questions were, but he was basically um, I'm guessing the way he put it was kind of like an interview. And I can tell it was kind of like, well, let me see what this girl is about and what she's interested in to see if this is even remotely be um, if, you know, she's not going to remotely waste my time at all. And I was just kind of like, I think it was like what I what I wanted out of life and where I'm from. And, you know, did I want marriage and that type of thing? So we we talked for a little bit, but it was just kind of um not just kind of abrasive abrasive i feel like there's a better word for that but it, you know it it was just it rigid there we go it was very rigid but i let it go and he's like okay well you know i'll give you a talk i'll give you a call tomorrow so you know it didn't take long we would talk we are going both past our bedtimes up you know kiki keying till 11 12 one o'clock in the morning knowing full hell well we got to be up early as hell to go to work and um things are going good and he's like well you know i'd like to meet you and so i said all right cool so <laughs> but truly after he says he likes to meet me he throws a he throws a bomb at me now we we've already discussed you know he lives in augusta i live in charlotte you know, I make it very clear. First of all, I'm not relocating ever again unless um, it's for the is if unless it's for my child's career. Let's be completely honest, which means like I'll be moving to L.A. or New York. It's not happening. Um, so I, you know, I'd already kind of made that clear. Like, you know, you're not far though. I can go drop my kid off with with my mama, and you know, we can come do some things. You know. <laughs> And um, so he had said, you know, hey, I know we're just getting to know each other, but um, I am a huge 49ers fan. And whenever they come to the West Coast, I like to go to a game because he's originally from L.A. And I said, all right, cool. And he's like, well, you know, I would love if you would go with me. And I was like, OK, well, where's the game? And he's like, Florida. I said, OK, well, you know, let's let's meet. and." Um, you know, I think it's a soft yes for me right now, but, you know, let's meet in person first and get some time together so it doesn't feel awkward. Because he'd already had the ticket and everything. He's like, you know, I was just going to sell the ticket. But once we started talking, I was just kind of like, well, maybe I should hold on to it because maybe you want to go. So we devise a plan. Um, and I said, well, hey, let's... Um, Let's do like a weekend of time together to just to kind of like fill each other out and be around each other. Because his thing was, you know, he was smitten and, you know, he's wanting to make it a commitment. And I'm like, I need to lay eyes on you first. Like, you know, that's a that's a big jump to to for me to clear my roster. Like, 
I need to lay eyes on you first. Like, I need, you know, you can see some things in the eyes and I just, I don't know. So, <laughs> so the plan was we were going to meet up in Columbia on that Friday because that's halfway for both of us. I mean, yeah, Friday. And then that Saturday or that Sunday, I can't remember which one, we were going to, um, I was going to come down to Augusta and that way my kid can spend some time with her grandmother and, you know, him and I were going to hang out. So I'm getting ready to go, all this good stuff. And then he's like, yeah, I'm really not feeling well. And so I'm like, well, you know, have you taken a COVID test? Maybe you should take a COVID test. So he takes the COVID test while we're on the phone and lo and behold, it comes back positive. So he's sending me pictures of the positive COVID test and all this other stuff. So there goes the meet and greet weekend, right? And, um, you know, he's sick. We we talked all weekend when he wasn't asleep and, you know, we video chatted. Um, And the video chat was to give me some peace of mind because... Unfortunately for me, as crazy as I do things, the game that was in Florida was the next weekend. So, <laughs> um, you know, I needed to like, like, how does go work? I don't even, I, you know, I met you and I ain't even seen you. Like, no. Now, let let me be clear. If you're not new to this show, y'all know I'm a Marine Corps veteran. I'm. I'm wrapped too tight, but not wrapped too tight at the same time. So I wasn't worried about getting kidnapped. That was like the least of my worries, but I also wasn't a fool. I had several people that was watching my location. Um, I'd also already had done a background check on him and sent all the information to my father. So, <laughs> so needless to say, I knew his full legal name, his address, his parents, his ex-wife and everybody. I knew all of that stuff before... I went anywhere. <laughs> um, so when we video chatted for the first time, I was taken aback just a little bit because I was like, wait a minute. You know, he catfished me, but he must have had some old ass pictures up there because he had this picture with him in a hat on. And, you know, he was smiling and you could tell like his face wasn't as big. So he must have been smaller then. And I know he had told me he had had a time where when he had surgery, he wasn't really working out. And for me, that was a picture that I had in my mind because that was a picture that I liked the most. And um, <laughs> so when I'm looking at him, like he looked 10 years older and his face was heavier. So I'm like, hmm, well, that was not the image I had in my mind. All right. It's okay. <laughs> oh, man, the, the signs. But keep listening. So we video chat, you know, while he's sick and all that good stuff and chatted all weekend. Needless to say, he gets better and all that stuff. And the trip to Florida is still a go. Now, here's where things got really tricky. Um, I triple booked myself, which is, if you know me, is pretty damn normal because I'm always doing something. And I actually had to work on a rare Saturday, um, which was also a holiday um, because my job at the time was a veterans organization and they had a veterans day event. 
and I could not get out of the job. It was kind of like, you know, that's the expectation is that you have to work every Veterans Day. So glad I don't have to do that no more. So I, the plan was I was going to come down on Friday and we were going to drive to Florida. I was going to drive to Augusta, leave my kid with my mom. Then we would drive to Florida together. Like he was going to drive us to Florida. Well, with me having to work, that didn't change. That that changed things. So I told him when I couldn't get out of work, because I really did try. I really did. I was like, you know, can I just not? And we're like, mm, mm, mm. So I said, hey, I can't go. And he said to me, he said, babe, can you can you catch a flight? And I was like, mm. You know, he said it with so much sincerity in his voice, like, like it was going to be the end of the world if I couldn't go. And I was like, you know, okay, all right, all right. So he takes care of the flight. We do all that stuff, right? And um, I leave the event that Saturday. He had already gotten down. We had talked earlier. Um, I leave the event, go home, shower, change, get an Uber to the airport, (laughs) um, catch the flight, and I pull up and... Uh, he was kind of like standing behind like some pillars when I came out of the airport. And when he saw me, he, you know, just kind of dropped his head with a laugh, kind of like, oh, dang, she she actually looks like her pictures. Because I don't really use on my dating picture, dating app pictures. I don't use filters and I don't wear a lot of makeup. So, you know, I I look pretty much like my pictures. The surprise is how my body looks because we know I don't really post that too much. So <laughs> he dropped his head, you know, with a smile and we hug each other. And the hug is when I knew something wasn't going to be great. Like there was going to be something more to this story because he's one of those people that is really wide because he's muscular right like people that that work to get their wings like super wide right so it's kind of like uncomfortable to hug like it's just a bit much but you know he gets in he's so sweet and you know he's calling his friend he's like yeah I got my baby and you know we're riding in the BMW and you know you know, life is good. I'm feeling good. He's holding my hand. I'm like, okay, all right. Now, he still didn't look like the picture that I had in my head. That was not it. And I'm still wrestling with that. But, you know, we had been talking a lot and doing all this, you know, like building a bond and all this great stuff. So, of course, when we get to the room, that stuff continues. We play some games. We do some talking you know, and his first thing was, all right, now you laid eyes on me. Um, who's your man? And I was like, oh, I kind of like that. Kind of made my kitty jump a little bit. <laughs> so, um, you know, I was like, well, I guess I'm clearing my roster. <laughs> I clear my roster and uh, we go to the game the next day. And this is when things start to get very interesting. Okay. We walk into the game and he's got the tickets on his phone and the guy's like, I can't read the QR code. And he's very rigidly tells the guy, I don't understand why you can't read it. Like it's, it's right here. I can see it. Why can't you see it? Why can't you scan it? 
And you can see like there was a little dark line that was running by it. And basically he has an old ass Android. And, you know, the guy was like, well, I can't, I can't do anything with these tickets. And I was like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. Hey babe, just send me the tickets. We'll use my phone. It's fine. Right. And so we use my phone. We get in, um, he immediately wants to go get some food because we're kind of running late at this point. And, you know, he gets some nachos. I think I got a pretzel or something. Um, he got like two things of nachos. And I was like, that is okay. All right. Um, and some pretzels. And, you know, we sit down, we enjoy the game. And first of all, let me say, and this is why I was pushing to get this episode out. 49ers fans are lit. Okay. I thoroughly enjoy the energy of 49ers fans. That made it a lot of fun. <laughs> I enjoyed the game. You know, he was, you know, doing all the right things, you know, the hugging and the kissing and all that good stuff, you know, when the game wasn't immediately happening. Things are great. Things are going real great, right? And then we get ready to leave and he starts to complain. Oh, we go to get something to eat after the game and he starts to complain about how expensive things are. And I was like, okay, well, no, this is when. This is when my brow started going up. And, you know, he's like, yeah, I spent, I spent $60 on the, the food at the game. And, you know, dinner was another $100. Like, we could have went somewhere else. <laughs> if you know me, people that know me know that I am, I have never been one of those women that just bat my eyes and expect men to do stuff. Because I, I make my own damn money. <laughs> and you know I got my own I don't go nowhere if I can't cover whatever I'm expecting you to pay but with that same token I'm not used to having to pull out my wallet I just I'm always prepared just in case because that's the way I was raised so I jokingly said just testing the temperature I said hey well you know since things are so expensive you know breakfast or brunch is on me whichever one you want to do. He was like, oh, okay. And on the inside, I'm like, mm, that's a problem because you invited me on this trip. So you should have had all of that shit together. Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> so um, the night goes on, we go into the next day and um, we go get gas to start making the trip home because since I flew in to Florida from Charlotte, he was going to drive me back to Charlotte and then um, drive back to Augusta. He goes to go get gas and he comes back. And that's when I noticed his attitude was a little different. I'm like, that's weird. Like, he was all lovey-dovey two hours ago. Now he just quiet and kind of standoffish. Like, that's weird. So we start driving, you know, he's not really trying to talk a whole lot. You know, it's like a three or four hour ride to Charlotte. I think it was. Um, so he wasn't super talkative, but, you know, we was talking and then we finally found somewhere to eat. And true to my word, I paid for the dinner, which was like a hundred dollars, you know, whatever. But like I said, I feel the way because I'm not used to having to touch my wallet when I'm with men. Like, that's weird. So, um... You know, he drops me off. We get to Charlotte. He drops me off. He doesn't stay. Um, he gets back home. He lets me know when he makes it home. And then he's like, yeah, I got to go to bed. And, you know, it's an early morning. All right, cool. Well, the next few days is when I was like, all right, well, what the hell is going on with you? Right? Because now he, 
you know, he tired and he distant. He said, well, you know, it's heavy season at work right now because, you know, it's a lot of freight and it's a lot of stuff going on. And I was like, hmm. Well, we had had another weekend planned coming up and he was insistent that we do it as a family. So he's like, you know, bring your daughter, um, you know, so we can all have dinner together. And then I guess you can take over to your mom's. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, you know, again, we committed. He had stated we were committed. And it already told me like the expectation was he was focusing on me and only me. There was no one else. And that was what he expected from me. So I had cut my roster like, you know, it was done. I'm cool with that. But, you know, seeing the red flags already had me feeling uneasy, but I ain't no quitter. So I was like, maybe I'm rushing it. Like if I pull out too quick. So, you know, I was like, "Mm," because uh, the ultimate red flag, not red flag, not red flag. I shouldn't say the red flag. It wasn't a red flag. It was definitely a flag on the play because of course, um, of course, while we were in Florida, you know, you had, you gotta, if I'm going to commit to you, I gotta, I gotta test it and see what it's going to be like. Cause I'd be damned if I buy a Mercedes and it rides like a Ford, like we cannot. So we tested it and you know, I, We'd had conversations about sex already. <laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say all of this. Um, we had had conversations about sex already. And, you know, he had said something to the effect of, um, you know, he's been told that he was a little on the small side. And I was like, all right, so it's like small, small or like medium, small, like not hung like a horse, but like, you know, average size. Like, what does that mean? And he was just like, you know, just they just wish it was a little longer. I mean, I'm girthy. And I was like, mm, OK, I'd already looked at his wrist. I peeped his wrist. I knew he was girthy, but I didn't know, like, you know, I hadn't seen his hand ratio to see if, you know, what I was going to be working with. Well, before we had met in Florida, I had sent him a video of me in dance class and I had shorts on that day. And he said, I, you know, I usually mess with skinny girls. I don't know if I can handle all that. I don't know. That's a lot. I don't, I don't know if I can handle all that. Now from a guy from a, a guy from L.A., he talked real country in like how he puts his phrases and stuff together. So he really did kind of sound like that. Right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can handle all that. It's a lot. I ain't used to do with all that. It was a lot. And I was like, okay, well, you know, all right, big daddy, I'm sure you can handle it. You know? So, you know, I'm, I'm pumping him up. I'm pumping him up. And, you know, he got this massive chest and beautiful arms, you know? So I'm like, I'm just I'm just hoping and praying like everything else had been great outside of him not living in Charlotte that I'm just like, look, if the sex is good, we go be real good. Right. And this is when things go downhill. <laughs> now, we're still in Florida, so I'm still kind of on the fairy tale thing. I, I forgot to like say this before I started talking about how I pay for dinner. But um, we we started out, you know, and um you know, he, you know, he, he goes down to devour and, you know, maybe it's because I'm a musician or maybe it's because I'm a freaky girl. I really don't know. 
But the way he is eating me is bothering me, right? So remember how I said in the phone call he was very rigid? And it's kind of like, oh, no, that was how that was kind of like the rhythm of how he was eating. It was kind of like, mm, 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 mm. it was very, like, that's the best way I could describe it. It was very, very rigid. And I did not like it. And I was trying to like, all right, just focus. So like, you know, I was trying to put my mind somewhere else and focus and, you know, just squeeze real tight and, you know, just try to make her gush anyway. Like I was trying. I really was. So then I'm like, all right, well, maybe, maybe the dick is going to be better than the fellatio. Just maybe, 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 maybe. And y'all. He puts it in and I don't feel it. And then it comes out and then he puts it back in and then it comes back out and he puts it back in and it comes back out. Now I'm aggravated as shit at this point because I'm like, so you mean to tell me you got these big ass pecs and a small ass dick? Oh, okay. All right. You got this thick ass wrist and a small ass dick. Okay. You got these big ass arms and this small ass dick. Mm. Okay. So I'm annoyed. <laughs> but I'm, you know, I I really do try hard not to fake because, you know, that's just rude. But, you know, I was trying not to break his ego because he'd already made it clear he was nervous. And so, you know, I came up with a little... Mm, Yes, daddy. Just a little bit. Not, not, you know, because it wasn't great and I couldn't, I did not, I was too tired to act, but so much. Okay. And, uh, but it was, it was trash. Sex was trash. And then I was like, all right, well, maybe it was the first time. Like everybody is not, you know, he's a man. Maybe he wasn't capable of performing the first time very well. We try again. And it's the same result. And I was like, this shit here, like I, you know, am thinking of how I can say we need some toys. We need some something. We go, we have, we have to have some additives to this. Okay. For this to work correctly. Like this is just, it was just, no, it was, it, it, it left me very much feeling like this. And that. Okay. Okay. It it did. It did. It did. It did. It did. It sex was trash. So anyway, as I had said, um I'm still I'm still trying here because I, my dumb ass done committed to this man and um <laughs> cleared my roster. So I'm like, you know, maybe it's just nerves. Like, cause I understand. I'm a whole lot of woman and I'm a different type of woman than most men have ever even touched. So I get it, right? So, you know, he drops me off, he goes back. Um, about a few days later, three, four days later, I was like, hey, let's, can we, can we talk? Cause um, I was supposed to go down to see him and bring my daughter and all that stuff for dinner. And I was like, you know, I just want to check in with you and make sure that everything's okay. I said, because, you know, I don't, 
want to read too much into the energy, but you know, your energy has been off a little bit and I'm not sure if it's work and you've been too tired or if there's something legitimately going on. So I'm just, I'm trying to be a great partner to you and not run and ask you what's going on. And y'all, when I tell you, he said something to me that made me look like, you know how dogs hear something crazy and they head turn? He said the dumbest shit to me and my head turned. And I was like, what the hell I done got myself into? Y'all know what this nigga said to me? Now, remember I said we was in the BMW. We drove, he drove a BMW down there. He drove a BMW back from Florida to North Carolina to Georgia. So after I asked him, was everything okay? You know what this nigga said to me? He said to me, he said, well, you know, honestly, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was a little surprised and frustrated that, um, you ain't, you ain't even offer to put gas in in the car because I told you it was it was a tank, and 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 I had to bring you all the way back to Charlotte, and you ain't you ain't even offer to put gas in my car. I said, "Excuse me, you offered, you asked me to come on this trip," and I said, "Please understand, I'm not used to having to pull out my wallet when I'm with men." That doesn't mean I'm not capable. But you asked me (laughs) and I expect you to handle it. He was like, well, I understand. But, you know, it was just, you know, I was I spent a lot of money on on the tickets and the hotel. And I said, you had already did that before I even came in the picture. So I'm not understanding the problem. And he was like, well, you know, you right. And I was like, and we just, we still getting to know each other. So me, I said, you are getting more of my time than I would pull out my wallet anyway in this phase of the game. Now, this shouldn't have surprised me because he kept asking me, did I make six figures? So he's like, yeah, all all my partners I knew in the military, they all made six figures. Uh, so I know you make six figures. I know you make six figures. And I'm like, you know, why are you checking my pockets? Like right now, like we still knew. Like all you need to know is my rent is this much and my rent at my studio is this much. You can kind of calculate and figure out that I ain't no broke chick, okay? <laughs> I make my money. <laughs> you can calculate real quick about how many expenses I'm putting out every month. So we left the conversation there and he was just kind of like, well, I'm I'm glad you said something and thank you for not running and having a good conversation with me or whatever. All right, cool. So we go down for the dinner. He's kind of got like, he seemed like he was excited for us to come down that day, which was weird. And then we get there. His attitude was just dry. And it was just weird. And um, long story short, um, I had seen him another time after that. I seen him a weekend after the football game. So this was like two weekends after. And we had tried the sex again. And the sex was trash. But I was smart this time. I took a vibrator. And it was so much better because... <laughs> I was able to get what I needed. Now, what I was annoyed about was that it kept coming out. So it was like, thank God for the vibrator, because if it wasn't, I would have never had an orgasm at all. And I think 
he didn't touch me anymore after that. And I think he realized, oh, shit, she finally had an orgasm. (laughs) And it probably wasn't me because she had that damn toy. So... So needless to say, he didn't touch me anymore after that. And I wasn't interested. And you all know, you know, especially when I'm in a committed relationship, I let's get it all the time. Let's go. I want to. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, and I ain't feel like doing none of that. Right. So when we saw each other the next time, um, when my daughter came down, like he, he's, his attitude was just weird. And long story short, um, he went to work. And, uh, you know, he was like, I'll let you know when I'm on the way home. So when he finally calls, I come back and he's got all of my shit on this on his table. And he's like, well, let's, let's sit down. Let's have a conversation. Now, my knee jerk reaction is, nigga, what we need to talk about? You got my shit on the table. You clearly want me out. I'm out. Like, I could have been home doing so many other things instead of being here with you and this bullshit. So ain't nothing we need to talk about. So, would y'all believe that not only was this nigga a cheap ass, bitch ass nigga, with a little ass dick, that can't even give head well, he can't even communicate. He says to me, and I kid you not, he said, well, you know, I told you, oh, I was looking for my soulmate and you're not my soulmate because I had to tell you too many things. I said, excuse me. (laughs) Now, if you could have seen me, I'm literally looking around like there's got to be a camera. I got to be getting punked. I have to be getting punked because I didn't shut down my roster. For this little, what? And I said, excuse me? He said, yeah, you know. You, you. I said, a soulmate doesn't mean that you, like, they'll know everything about you and know exactly what he's like. Well, I, I had a soulmate before and I didn't have to tell her nothing, but I messed it up. And, and, and you know, I, I'm a black man. I got less time on this earth than, um, then I got years, so um, I'm just trying to get to my soulmate, and I just hope we can be cool. And I looked at him like, nigga, what? First of all, and this is when my thought was like, oh, this is going to be lies and garbage content. And, you know, me being the cool cucumber I did, um, I, I took my shit and I got in the car, and I laughed hysterically. I was pissed that... He cut it off before I did because I was trying to figure out like if it was going to make sense. Like I was trying not to run and I was trying to actually like be a girlfriend. Um, I, I was pissed about that part because it's like, how are you 52 years old and you don't know how to communicate? Now, maybe it's because I do communications for a living and I'm a master storyteller, but what the hell? But I laugh hysterically when it really set in. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that niggas with big pecs got the tiniest dicks and they stupid as fuck? Because what? Oh, and then he told me that also, also he couldn't be with me because I snore. I said, nigga, you snore. (laughs) Like what? And it 
was so funny to me. It made me realize that men have such fragile egos because at the end of the day, you knew you couldn't handle me. So you had to look at whatever reason you could use to get out of it. Like, just say it wasn't working. Don't try to say, well, you not my soulmate. Nigga, we ain't talked about it. What it was at the end of the day is that your broke ass wants somebody that's going to take care of you. And I'm sorry, I am not doing that. I'm not going to take care of you. I'm not moving back to no damn Augusta, Georgia to live with you. Like it, it, the writing was on the wall that it wasn't going to be. But, you know, me being me, I was really trying. I tried. And I'm going I'm to give myself a little pat on the back because I tried instead of running because I'm usually the runner. But listen, let me tell you something. If you have big pecs, leave me the hell alone. Because if you have big pecs, you're probably hiding and overcompensating for the fact that you have a toddler penis, okay? I do not do toddler penises. I am 40 years old. I carry a wagon, okay? I got a... I don't have a booty. I don't have a butt. I have an ass, okay? I cannot do anything with a toddler penis. So if your dick is less than five inches long, leave me alone. If your pecs are three times wider than your hips, leave me alone. Unless you pack it. Because you can't. So the moral of the story, ladies is that men with big pecs are overcompensating for the fact that more than likely, not only is their dick small, but they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and I laugh hysterically thinking like, you know, I got a sex podcast. You know, I am going to talk about this trash ass sex. I don't know if I've ever had trash ass sex like that before, but it was terrible. It was terrible. So anyway, I wanted to go ahead and get this episode out for two reasons. One, his birthday was the other day and I really wanted to have it out and tell him happy birthday and be a petty bitch and send him the link. But it just didn't work out that way. <laughs> and also the 49ers are playing in the Super Bowl. Um, I actually met Christian McCaffrey. He's a nice guy. So, you know, although I, I would... I don't want them to lose, but I would gloat in the fact that he would be depressed because his bitch ass was crying about a T-shirt that I put on. So, like, oh, you can't, uh, you you got to take my forty nine shirt off, baby, because you know it's forty nine is now. You you know I I I got you know it's my forty nine shirt. You just you just and it's like why is you crying about a goddamn shirt? Like you can't buy another forty nine shirt? What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, Lord. Thank God for deliverance. So anyway, <laughs> that's my wild ass story for 2023. That's the wildest one, um, just because of how everything went and the lesson. Um, never again will I date a man with huge pecs um, because I could not do a toddler penis and um, and I can't do a broke dude. I'm sorry. I cannot. I should not have to touch my wallet when I'm with any man like what 
my my Brahmin is for me to look pretty and not to pull it out because you're broke ass as a BMW. You can't afford to put gas in it. Like the fuck? <sighs> so anyway, on that note, <laughs> I hope y'all enjoyed this juicy story. Um, I am excited to be coming back more frequently um should have another episode in two weeks talking about more sex and relationships and spirituality and more sex um and all of that good gushy nasty freaking stuff um thank you so much for rocking with your girl it's been a wild journey um from Um, And I'm sure there's some of you who truly are my day ones from back when it was Real Talk Tuesdays. Whoa. Back from Real Talk Tuesdays to when it was a lies and garbage show. We've gone through three different other co-hosts. And I'm so thankful for those of you who have stuck with me and still here and still listening. Um, I, I appreciate you. And I'm excited to have some new guests come in um, these new episodes to make it juicy. So in the meantime and in between time, I want to remind you to keep it sexy out there. And ladies, if his pecs is big, leave his ass alone because that dick is tiny. Okay. And if you by chance are one of those men that have huge pecs and a big dick, please don't send it to me because I don't want to see it. I don't want it. I feel like I have to say that because somebody, somebody's going to try me. I hate when I open up Facebook or Instagram and I see an unsolicited dick pic. I ain't asked for that. And, um, yeah, so don't don't send it to me. I I don't I don't need to know that you don't fit that stereotype. But uh <laughs> yeah, don't send it to me. But anyway, y'all keep it sexy out there and until next time. Ah, push it. I don't know where that came from, but I was just thinking about that song. Ah, push it. Push it real good. That was so nasty. We were singing that song. When I was like 5, 6 years old. That's a damn shame. Anyway, Y'all be easy, keep it sexy, be safe out there, and I will be back on the di- on the mics here soon. Holla! Now, was that episode sexy enough for you? Mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, or on our website, www.liesandgarbageshow.com. And follow us. We are on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Lies and Garbage Show. On Twitter, Lies and Garbage S. Hope to connect with you soon. Stay sexy.